0: Hello and welcome back to The Furnace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This Gospel story about the poor widow can be summarised in the last line of today's reading where Jesus says, I tell you solemnly, this poor widow has put more in than all who have contributed to the treasury. For they have all put in money they had over, But she put in everything she had possessed, and all she had to live on. In Luke's version it says, out of her poverty she put in all the living that she had. You know, this is a confronting gospel if you let the message penetrate your heart, because in the previous verses, Jesus had just described the hypocrisy of the scribes who devour widows' houses. What Jesus was referring to is that a lot of scribes, in order to fund their work, would prey on the elderly and widows, basically taking all that they had, and they make long prayers for a pretense. In other words, these scribes pray publicly at length, in order to flout their piety and show how smart they are, because they are scribes. This poor widow put her last two coins into the treasury, who put more in than any of them. The abhorrent thing is that the very people who run the treasury and run the temple are the very ones who devoured the widow's houses. As soon as he describes that, Jesus sees a poor widow who is so devoured that she is actually putting her money into the very treasury of which the corrupt authorities have control over. Now if you think this is bad, look what happens straight after. I know this is not in the gospel today, but if you read on into Mark chapter 13, you find the response of the apostles to all of this corruption in this temple. The apostles are completely oblivious, and even more so, seem to act more like the scribes themselves. For Mark in chapter 13 says, As soon as he came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. It's as if he just completely ignored what Jesus just said because he was just so focused on how beautiful the temple building is. Now, what can we learn from the widow's offering? It does speak to us to a kind of heavenly economy. When we think of a heavenly economy, we understand that there is a principle that what we lend to God is in fact what God has already given us. Everything is God's creation anyway. But what God has given us, we lend to God, and we get a hundredfold back. For where is this kind of heavenly economy shown to us? The Mass. For when we go to Mass, we make a small sacrifice of what God has already blessed us with, offering bread and offering wine. But through the liturgy, it is given back to us in an incomprehensible fashion in the very presence of the body and blood of our Lord. For the Mass is the centrepiece of the heavenly economy. The bread and wine come back as something infinitely greater. And that is far greater than a hundredfold, for God gives us himself the very fullness of abundance. So when you go to Mass, it is useful to keep in mind that the Mass is not just a spiritual act, but an economic act. If you give everything to God, you get infinitely far more in return. You get Jesus Christ himself. And that is why the widow who gave even the little that she had, is the richest of them all. That is the secret of the Gospel and the secret of the spiritual life. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, graciously keep from us all adversity, so that unhindered in mind and body alike, we may pursue in freedom of heart the things that are yours. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.